about the word this morning, something that is very dear to me. I feel that in our preaching that we need to just simply talk more about God. It's not that we can't use the preaching moment to be therapeutic because there's healing in the word of God. There is encouragement. There's comfort. There's conviction. There's certainly celebration. And we put all of those factors in there. But we also want to remember that this is the word of God. So we're going to talk about God this morning because I believe when you talk more about God, then your security in God strengthens and is solidified. Amen. Staying with the word of God, Isaiah, the 43rd chapter, the third verse. Amen. Isaiah, the 34th, the 43rd chapter and the third verse. We're only going to read one portion of this. The first clause is our scripture for this morning. The first clause is our scripture for this morning. It's right there on the screens for you. Here is the word of the Lord. For I am the Lord, your God. Amen. For I am the Lord, your God. That's our text for this morning. That's all we need to say. For I am the Lord, your God. I invite your prayers with me. God, we thank you now. Asking that you would speak mightily. That you would speak boldly that you would declare who you are in this word so that your people will be reminded, would be instructed, would be encouraged, and walk in confidence in who you claim to be. Just as you spoke through your prophet Isaiah almost 2,700 years ago, God, we ask that you would speak now. I prayed as I prayed many times before. I'm not able, incompetent, insufficient of the task that stands before me. However, with your help of the Holy Ghost, allow your word to come forth with power and conviction. For truly, Lord, drops of grief can never repay the debt of love that I owe. Dear Lord, I give. I give myself away. That's simply all that I can do. This is my prayer in the powerful, perfect, and precious name that is Jesus. And it's for his cause we say amen. Amen. For I am the Lord, your God. This is divine reassurance. God still got me. God still got me. Hallelujah. We're still talking about fear of the unknown. God still got me. Hallelujah. Go ahead and put that. In the chat line, if you're on Facebook, wherever you are, if you can share, go ahead and say it to yourself. God still got me. Hallelujah. God still got me. Solicit your prayers as we journey in this word. Hallelujah. How long, oh Lord? How long, Lord? Our hearts cry out to you, Lord God. We are tired, hurt, angry, discouraged, disgraced, exhausted. Some of us are even numb regarding the ethos 
in America. Lord, we were just here a few months ago. Lord, how, how long? Ahmaud Arbery hunted like game and killed in broad daylight. Breonna Taylor ambushed in her home while sleeping. And Daniel Cameron, I'm sorry, Daniel Cameron, the African-American Attorney General of Kentucky, has yet to file charges against law enforcement who murdered her in Louisville. Sir, how long does an investigation take when someone is no longer with us? She died and was murdered in March. George Floyd Lynch on the concrete pavement in Minneapolis by law enforcement for the entire world to see. And now, Jacob Blake Jr. shot at point blank range seven times in the back with three children, his children in the car after he was tased twice. He's recovering in the hospital with a severed spinal cord and damaged vertebrae. Still handcuffed to a hospital bed even though he's paralyzed and may be for the remainder of his life. Lord, how long? And while all these families grieve, the world has ignored Trayford Pellerin, a 31-year-old African-American male who was shot and killed by police in Lafayette, Louisiana on Saturday evening, August 22nd. How long will it be open season in black America? How long will it be open season against black people in America? What is more alarming is that Kyle Rittenhouse, 17-year-old white American teenager, can drive to Kenosha, Wisconsin from Illinois, shoot three peaceful protesters, decapitating one and killing two others with an assault rifle when the legal age to carry a firearm is 18, he can walk down the street toward law enforcement with people alerting the police that he shot three people. He was not stopped nor questioned. Walking with an assault rifle because he is white. Lord, how long? When does breaking curfew translate to the end of your life in this country? When does resisting arrest mean you will not see or have your day in court? When does going for a run to have some physical exercise become futile in this country? When does going to sleep in your home translate into target practice in this country? It happens when you are black in America. This is the country we live in. So we the black church in America continued to lament again and again and again. And we ask our God the question, Lord, how long? Our prayers are with the families of those slain and injured. The question we ask ourselves is what is our recourse? As we lament, we still find hope in the middle of despair. As we struggle for justice, we find comfort in the heritage of our faith. 
And as we vote, we still find hope that we worship and serve the God of love and justice. Suffering in one form or another is an unavoidable ingredient in the recipe of life. Let me say that one more time. Suffering in one form or another is an unavoidable ingredient in the recipe of life. None of us are exempt. But this kind of suffering and trauma seems to be indigenous only to African descendants of slaves in America. Lord, we trust you, but we just ask the question, how long? This is the question that David raises in Psalm 13. We've heard it before. David begins the psalm with a lament, but he ends with hope. He has an epiphany that should resonate with those of us who know in whom we have believed. David ends his lament with these words. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. Shiloh, through it all, we both rest at and rest in a place where we acknowledge how we maintain, survive, and overcome in this life. Black people of God, we cannot forget as to how we have and continue to survive the trauma of being black in America. We have a hope that is alive and well. We maintain this hope by placing our faculties and focus on our God. That even in the midst of trauma, I arise today as a man of God who is grateful in spite of what I witness. Yes, I have pain. Yes, my heart hurts. Yes, I have unanswered questions. Yes, I see injustice. And yes, I fight for justice. But through it all, I can stand in the confidence and declare that the Lord is still good and his mercies are everlasting and that his truth will endure through all generations. And for this, I am grateful. So I have no other recourse than to bless his name. Anyhow, to bless his name anyway and to bless his name anywhere. I cannot speak for you, but as for me and my house, and this house of God called the Shiloh Baptist Church of Alexandria, Virginia, we will continue to make a declaration in the eighth month of the year 2020 that in the middle of a pandemic, that in the middle of civil unrest, that in the middle of hurricane season, the Lord our God is still God and he's still with us. Is there anybody out there who can agree with, agree with me right along here? That the Lord your God still has his hands on you. That the Lord your God is still rocking you close. And that the Lord your God is still looking out for you. Therefore we still do this. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. 
My help comes from the Lord. If you believe it, then declare it over your life right now. God still got me. Hallelujah. This is the divine reassurance that God gives to the children of Judah in the text this morning that God's still got me. Hallelujah. We've been here with the words of Isaiah 43 the entire month of August. Jehovah gives reassurance and a hope to a people who would experience captivity. God tells them that trouble is coming, but although difficulty is looming, God is still God. God is telling them that they will face destruction. God is telling them that they will have enemies. God is informing them that there will be opposition, but God tells them to fear not. God reminds Judah that they belong to God. God reaffirms Judah that they matter to God, and God reassures Judah that God will be with them. Whether it's going through the water or the fire, God will be with them. Jehovah says that I'm not removing the trouble from your midst, but I will be with you to keep you in the midst of your trouble. I think I got to say that one more time for somebody to hear. Jehovah says... I am not removing the trouble from your midst, but I will be with you to keep you in the midst of your trouble. This word to Judah is suitable for us in these times. There is too much to name that has transpired thus far in 2020. There is discord all around us. There's injustice at the expense of black and brown bodies, whether economic, recreational, professional, or political. Choose whatever you wish because they all compromise our mental health. The COVID-19 pandemic has not disappeared, but seems to be getting stronger and has adversely affected every facet of society. Natural disasters taking aim at the Gulf Coast through storms and fires are raging in California. Calamity is all around us. This is not to mention the stress, strain, and struggle of your personal lives and to what you have had to succumb in 2020. But as I look around the Shiloh Baptist Church, of Alexandria, Virginia. And as I look around my own life, I can say with confidence and conviction that what God spoke through Isaiah is irrelevant to us in this hour. I cannot speak for you or any other house of God, but Shiloh, I am here as the preacher and prophet of this hour to tell you what thus says the Lord your God. Shiloh Baptist Church, fear not. God has redeemed us, God has made us, and God is with us. And this God will be the God that will stand by us. Fear not. This is not going to be our end, nor is it the end. Fear not. Shiloh, we are merely passing through. COVID-19 will not be our end, and it will not be the end of the Shiloh Baptist Church. So in this temporary moment of transition, the Lord our God is still with us. That means that God still got me. Shiloh, you have no reason to fear. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand but it shall not come near you. This is the word of the Lord. Is there anybody out there who has made a decision in 2020 that you're going to keep on going with God? Is there anybody out there who has made a decision in the coronavirus that you're still going to follow God? Is there anybody out there who has made a decision in the pandemic to surrender, to fully and totally surrender to the will of God, Shiloh? 
You have no reason to fear. The Lord is your light and salvation. The Lord is your refuge and strength. If you would just learn to dwell in the secret place of the Most High God and abide under the shadow of the Almighty, you will find out that God still got you. Is there anybody out there who can declare it again so the world can hear God still got me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Essentially, this is what God tells Judah about the power of the spirit of the living God. This is the word of the Lord concerning us today. Now, you might ask, how can this be? How can you be so sure of this? How can you know for certain? It is because of the text this morning, because God tells Judah through the prophet Isaiah, for I am the Lord, your God. Fear not. I have redeemed you, for I am the Lord, your God. Fear not. You have been called by your name, for I am the Lord, your God. Fear not, for you are mine, for I am the Lord, your God. Fear not, for I am with you, for I am the Lord, your God. Why will the flame not burn or scorch you? Why will the waters not sweep you over? For I am the Lord, your God. This is the concluding statement that justifies every preceding word of promise and comfort in Isaiah 43. Shiloh, there is nothing more that needs to be said. The truth is, I could give the benediction right here and we could go home simply because God says, for I am the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your God. Hallelujah. For I am the Lord. Your God. This declaration from the Lord alone is enough to cement every ounce of trust, hope, and assurance in our God. These seven words solidify our confidence and serve as a catalyst to our conviction that God still got us. This brings us to the first claim of the text. God still got me and God still got you because God is. Yeah, that's the first thing I want to tell you. God still got me and God still got you because God is. Here it is. Jehovah tells Judah, for I am. The word I am, hi y'all, it means to exist, to be, or become, or to come to pass. I am is the first person singular of the verb to be. When the God of Israel says I am, a statement of profound wonder is made that expresses the infinite and unlimited capacity of our God. Did you hear me? When God says I am, it expresses the infinite and unlimited capacity of our God. It refers to the I am statement made by Jehovah to Moses in Midian at the bush that was burning but was not consumed. When Moses asked the question in Exodus 3:14, who shall I say is sending me to Egypt? Jehovah replies, I am that I am. Or it could mean that I am he who I am. It designates the absoluteness of God. God as the eternal one, my God. The name or phrase I am speaks of the exceeding power and capacity of our God. The phrase I am says that no human or created being can understand the greatness and power of the eternal one. The I am is absolute and not bound by the opinions of humans. The I am is absolute and not limited to the laws of nature. The I am is absolute 
and not restricted by the doctrines of humanity nor religion. The I am is not shackled by the hands of time because time is a concept by which we humanity measures life. But because the I am is eternal and time cannot control when the I am moves, the I am is not cemented to a program or a process. The I am is not bound to a program or a process. The I am is not bound to anything because the I am is absolute. This is why we can still have church in this COVID era with a different presentation because the I am is exhibiting to the world that I am not restricted to the brick and mortar of an address. The I am is more than the square footage of 1401 Jameson Avenue in Alexandria, Virginia. The I am says my square footage and my jurisdiction is the whole world because it belongs to me. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and those that dwell therein, the I am, is not a welding to a plan nor a strategy because especially if it does not originate with him the I am does not need a strategic plan or a giving campaign because everything belongs to the I am the I am is the Lord of hosts who says the silver is mine the gold is mine says the Lord of hosts the I am says for every beast of the forest is mine and a cattle on a thousand hill is mine I know all the birds of the mountain and of the wild beasts of the field, they're mine too. If I were hungry, I will not tell you, for the world is mine in all of its fullness. This is who I am. Is Hallelujah. Can I push it further? The I am is not wedded to your assessment of his church. As if any human being knows what's best for his body, the one that the I am sent his son who gave his body for his body. Hallelujah. Church, he gave his life for Shiloh. He shed his blood for Shiloh. And he was raised with power for Shiloh. Therefore, the church of the living God is subject to the I am because the church belongs to him. I need to say that to anybody out there who's questioning your authority or your power in this pandemic. By the spirit of the living God, you better show some humility and surrender unto the I am because no decision will be made in this church unless the I am gives the solidifying word and signifies it that it shall be so I am hallelujah I am says whoever the I am appoints whatever the I am says whenever the I am moves whatever the I am does is totally at the discretion of the I am because the I am does not answer to anyone but the I am. Shiloh, God's got you and God's got me. Because the I am says, for I am the Lord your God. Whatever you need, I am. Whatever you desire, I am. Whatever you will, I am. Therefore, we refer to the greatness of the I am by saying God is. See, 
The I am is the first person single expression of the verb. And we can never say that because it does not begin with us. Therefore, when we refer to the I am, we have to speak in the second person, which is you are, which is personal, or we speak in the third person by saying God is. In fact, we are the third party of creation who ascribes glory and honor to the I am. Therefore, we say God is. God's got you. God's got me. God's got us. God's got Shiloh because God is. God is the great I am. God is the one and only Savior. God is my present help in the time of trouble. God is my all in all. Is there anybody out there who knows who God is? God is love. God is peace. God is hope. God is power. God is faithful. Is there anybody out there who knows who God is? God is my strong tower. God is my battle axe. God is my horn and my salvation. God is my defender. God is my vindication. Is there anybody out there who knows who God is? God is the center of my joy. God is the captain of my ship. God is a rock in the weary land. God is the strength of my life. God is my help who is high and lifted up. God is the I am who has you and me. Is there anybody out there who knows who God is? Is there anybody out there who knows what God can do? Is there anybody out there who can say who God is? I'm still here because God is God and God still got me. Come on, Shiloh. Preach with me this morning. Say it to yourself and shout it with all your power. God still got me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am still has me because I am is the Lord. So our second point, hallelujah, Jehovah says, for I am the Lord, your God. There's another reason that God's got us because he is the Lord. Just want to talk about the Lord this morning. Just want to talk about God this morning. The word Lord, translated as Yahweh, speaks of God's sovereignty. See, Yahweh or Jehovah, which is the English translation of the Jewish word Y-H-W-H, which we say Yahweh, is the name given to the phrase, I am that I am. The name contains the word higher to be and Yahweh and Jehovah is expressive, here it is, of both his presence and his existence. Yahweh, Jehovah, the self-existent or eternal. Jehovah is the Lord. W-Y-H-W-H, the Lord, Yahweh, is the personal name of God and his most frequent designation in Scripture. It occurs 5,321 times. And the name of Yahweh can be found in every book of the Old Testament except for Song of Songs, Ecclesiastes, and Esther. Now, the correct pronunciation of the name was lost from Jewish tradition sometime during the Middle Ages and late in the period of the Second Temple, that is, Ezra and Nehemiah's time, the name had to have come to be regarded as unspeakably holy. And therefore, it was unsuitable for public reading. They would not even say the name in public, which is why they would use the more common name for Lord Adonai. The name was so holy, it was blasphemous to even say I am. Human words 
cannot do justice to a name. The Lord, Yahweh, is a declaration to the sovereignty of his name. The Lord who revealed himself to Moses as the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in love. This is who the Lord is. The Lord who revealed himself as El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty, the all-sufficient one to Abraham. The Lord who revealed himself to us as Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Lord, the one who is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. That's all-powerful, all-knowing, and ever-present. Jehovah is the Lord, the sovereign Lord who is in control. If you have learned anything in this COVID-19 world, it should be a reminder that humanity may have responsibility in the world alongside accountability, but no one in humanity is in control. In spite of what you have heard, we cannot make the coronavirus disappear. Because if we could, you and I would be in the sanctuary today with no masks, no hand sanitizers, and no social distancing. But this is not our reality. You are in your homes or wherever you are. I happen to be in the sanctuary to proclaim and keep the word, keep the word of God before you as an assignment. But we are not in control. Yes, we exercise wisdom, but surely we see that we are not in control. We acknowledge the sovereignty of the Lord as we walk and breathe with humility that the Lord is in control. He is the Lord, the sovereign Lord who gives us a living word that we are not to fear because the Lord God has got us. See, he is the Lord who is sovereign and controls the laws of nature. See, the Lord has jurisdiction over the rain and the storm, and he's the one who can still speak peace to the storm. The Lord is still sovereign in the age of the coronavirus, even giving all of our knowledge with science. Can I push it a little further? Science is not at odds with the Lord. God is the creator of science. See, science is defined, here it is, as the intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiment. I'm going to read that again. <clears throat> Science is defined as the intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systemic, systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world he, through observation and experiment. The operative word is observation and experiment. It is a system of accepted principles, theories, and axioms that give meaning and human explanation to what the Lord has already spoken. Science explains one existence, but creation began with the Lord. Church, who really knows the intricate details of what happened at the beginning? See, we can accept the word of God as we continue to accept the practice of science. And here is why. To discover observation and experiment is to find and reveal what has already existed. Science is not creation. It is revelation of what has already been created. It uses what has its beginning in God. Once you can acknowledge this truth, you recognize 
that all things began and end with the Lord who's in control because he is the Lord. See, the name Yahweh, the Lord, should be understood as referring to Yahweh's being the creator and sustainer of all that exists. And thus the Lord of both creation and history, all that is and all that is happening, a God active and present in historical affairs. Hallelujah. This means that God is sovereign and God is in control. He is the Lord and he's got me. He's got me because he is the Lord. Hallelujah. See, he does not need approval of any other human being, whether earthly or eternal. He is the Lord. He does not need the worship of men and women to establish his sovereignty because if no human on earth blessed his name, the Bible says the rocks would cry out, the mountains would sing, treetops would sway back and forth to give him glory, Mercury, Venus, and Mars would join in harmony to bless his name. He is the Lord. He does not have to wait until November 3rd of 2020 to be elected as the Lord because from everlasting to everlasting, he is the Lord. We do not have to hold a Democratic, Republican, Libertarian, or Independent Convention to determine his Lordship because he does not operate by popular opinion. Let me say that again. The Lord, our God, does not operate by popular opinion nor a majority rule. Can I say that one more time? The Lord, our God, Jehovah, the I am that I am does not operate by a popular opinion or majority rule. Hallelujah. He is the majority. No electoral college is necessary to deem him the Lord. He does not operate, hallelujah, by popular vote because if no human being recognized him, he would still be the Lord. He is not a candidate to become ruler or sovereign. He is the Lord. He does not need congressional approval to legislate because he is the law. He is not regulated by a judicial branch because he is the one and only judge, the eternal judge. He does not need an executive branch because he operates from a theocracy. That means all things begin and end with him. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the Lord. No bills, no amendments can change this law. No one can vote him in or out as the Lord because before time existed he is no filibuster can stop his laws no government can wage war against him because the government sits upon his shoulders he is the Lord before America was a thought he was the Lord as America lives he is the Lord and after America is finished he will be the Lord and no race no country, no political party, no creed, no culture, no ethnicity can own him nor have a monopoly on him because he is not bound by culture, human finitude, or imagination. I want to say that to all of Christendom, all my brothers and sisters in the kingdom of God. Please do not be fooled by what you hear or by what you see because no political party, no one race, no one ethnicity can have 
have a monopoly on who God or Jesus Christ is. Uh, Christianity is a multiplicity of expressions toward God that are all cultural in their right. There is no one right way to say that you can worship God because God says every nation, every kindred, every color, every creed will all sing salvation belongs to our Lord. Hallelujah. And to the lamb that was slain and to the one that sits on the throne. He is. He's the Lord. Hallelujah. The self-sufficient and self-existent one. He is the Lord. He's the Lord all by himself. The sovereign Lord who still got you and he still got me. Because nobody can do me like him. Anybody out there knows nobody can do you like Jesus? Anybody out there knows nobody can do you like the Lord? Anybody out there knows that he's the self-sufficient Lord, the self-existent Lord? Is there anybody out there who knows that he is the Lord? Hallelujah. Then don't let a rock cry out for you, but you bless the name of the Lord. That from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the name of the Lord our God is worthy. God's got me because the great I am is the one who's in control. God's got me. God's got you. Yeah, God's got us. Still got us because he takes pleasure and possession of us. Here's the last thing I'll tell you when we go home. Well, y'all will be home. I'll go home. Amen. Uh, he declares that he is my God. Shiloh you still belong to God. God says, for I am the Lord, your God. That's not us taking ownership of God. That's God taking ownership of us. So in the Bible, Jehovah says, for I'm the Lord, your God. See, the word for God is Elohim. It is the plural form of the Hebrew word God, which is just El. It's used Elohim to refer to the supreme God who is the Lord, Jehovah. The word encompasses everything that is God. The God of heaven who made the sea and dry land. The God of all the earth, according to Isaiah 54, 5. The God of the hills, according to 1 Kings 20, 28. The God of all flesh, according to Jeremiah 32, 27. The God of all the kingdoms of the earth, according to Isaiah 37, 16, the God of gods and the Lord of lords and the great and mighty, according to Deuteronomy 10 and 17, the God and judge in the earth, according to Psalm 58, 11, the God of eternity, Isaiah 40, 28, the God of justice, Isaiah 30 and 18, the God of certainty, Isaiah 65 and 16, the living God, Jeremiah 10 and 10, the holy God, 1 Samuel 6 and 20, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, Exodus 3 and 6, the God of my righteousness, Psalm 4 and 1, the God of my mercy, Psalm 59 and 17, the God of my strength, God's relationship with his people is more frequently expressed through Elohim. This God, Elohim, is the personal form of God. Hallelujah. Israel's God is Yahweh, who entered into covenant with them at Sinai and delivered them from Egypt. He is again acting on their behalf, as in those days God has delivered his people. So again, from the present woes that, will have and will, that they will have and will encompass them, he is the one who says... I will save, for I'm the Lord, your God. God says, 
no matter what the danger, Israel would survive. Their safety was guaranteed by God's presence. The God of Israel says, I'm the Lord, your God. I'm the Lord, your God, because I decided to be your God. I became your God when I called Abram from his homeland. I became your God when I called you out of Egypt by my servant Moses. I became your God when the death angel passed over your house because the blood of the lamb was over your doorpost. I became your God when I opened up the seas for you to pass through the dry land. I became your God when I brought you to myself at this holy mountain. For I am the Lord your God. God tells Israel and Judah, I remain your God even though you worship idols. I remain your God when I kept you for 40 years in the wilderness. I remain your God when you crossed the Jordan into the land and promised as I promised my servant Abraham. I remain your God when you rejected me and desired a king. And I remain your God down through the years even till this. For I am the Lord your God. God says, even though you gave up on me, I will never give up on you. For I am the Lord your God. Even in captivity, I will be with you. Shiloh, this God, the Lord your God, is the great I am. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Who came down 40 and two generations born of a virgin. This God is the Lord your God. Who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. This God is the Lord your God who said I have come that you might have a life and have a life more abundantly this God is the Lord your God who said this is my body which is broken for you and this is the cup of the new covenant my blood shed for the forgiveness of your sins this is the Lord your God who was died who was crucified died and raised the power early one Sunday morning this is the Lord our God who we call Jesus Christ, our covenant God, who takes ownership of us. Shiloh, you still belong to God, and you were bought with a price, adopted and given the designations as sons and daughters of the Most High God, because the Bible says the Spirit of God himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, and if heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if we indeed suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Hallelujah. That means those of us who suffer, in the end, we are going to get glory out of all of this. And God's going to be the ultimate one who receives all the glory. I belong to God. You belong to God. We belong to God. That means God still got me and God still got you. Too many times uh, the Lord God has come to your rescue. Uh, too many times the Lord God has come to your defense. Too many times uh, the Lord God has been your salvation. And this God is not going to forsake you now. Uh, you belong to God. Shiloh, God still got you. Shiloh, you have divine reassurance because God is. Uh, you have divine reassurance because he is the Lord. Uh, and Shiloh, you have divine reassurance because you belong to God. God still got you. You have divine reassurance. And what is more, you got a blessed assurance because it has come by the way of Jesus Christ. God still got you. Come on, hymn singers. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Purchase of 
heir of salvation and purchase of God. I'm born of his spirit and I'm washed in his blood. This is my story and this is my song. I'm praising my Savior all the day long. The Lord did not let you go. The Lord has not let you go and the Lord will not let you go. This is my story. This is your story. God still got me. Hallelujah. Anybody out there who knows that the Lord has still got you? Is there anybody out there who knows too much about the Lord to doubt him? Is there anybody out there who knows that the Lord still walks and talks with you? Church, he's still on the throne and he calls you his own. God is a he is the Lord, uh, and you still belong to God. Uh, well, if you know that God is, uh, and you know that he's still the Lord, uh, and you know that you still belong to him, uh, why don't you go ahead and give him glory? Clap your hands, all ye people. Uh, lift your hands in the home. Uh, begin to bless the name of the Lord your God. Uh, throw your head back uh, do your dance if you have to, whether you have music or not, and celebrate the Lord your God for being with you, for rocking you, and for keeping you, for speaking to you in the midnight hour, for delivering your body from sickness. Go ahead and give him glory. Somebody shout, yes! Hallelujah. 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 COVID-19, racial injustice, calamities, excessive force by law enforcement can never change my status in him. I'm a child of the living God. Hallelujah. Come hell or high water. You are redeemed. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are a child of the most high God. That's why God still got you. And God still got me. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Put your hands together. Give God some glory. Hallelujah. God still got me. Say it until you believe it. God still got me. Say it until you know it for certainty. God still got me. Keep saying it until you no longer question that God still got me. Go ahead and say it, God still. Whoo, hallelujah. He's got me. He's got me. Father, I thank you that you are the great I am. I thank you that you are. I thank you that you are the Lord. I thank you that you are God all by yourself. I thank you that no one can take your throne. I thank you that you call us your own. God, I thank you for everyone out there that even has doubts about who you will be in this pandemic. God, you have not changed. The word says you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The pandemic has not changed your character. And just like you have been with them thus far, God, you will be with them now in the name. Hallelujah of Jesus solidify their confidence in you in Jesus name we pray amen amen and hallelujah I certainly praise God for each and every one of you and perhaps 
maybe you're watching and trying to discover how can anyone be so certain and confident in these times? I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for Shiloh Baptist Church. We, we can be this way because we know in whom we have believed and we are persuaded that he is able to keep what we have entrusted unto him until that day comes. That's when he returns. If you want to live with God forever, Jesus Christ has to be with, be with you and be your Lord. If you want to walk with some sense of certainty and security in this life, Jesus Christ needs to be your Savior and Lord. If you want to just have the confidence to wake up every morning and to know that someone is walking with you, you have to give your life to Christ. And it's extremely simple. He loves you. He'll be your friend and Lord. Wants to walk with you. Yes, it's the best decision you can make. And he'll wait on you. He's very patient with you. In fact, he's been waiting on you all this time. And he will do so. Not going to judge you. He's going to bring you in, fix you up, and present you to represent him. And what is more, you will be better for it. And stuff and things will be revealed to you that is in you that you have not even known. You've yet to even scratch the surface of who you are simply because you hadn't said yes to God. So if that's you out there, do this with me. Repeat after me. Say, Lord God, I want to live for you. I desire that you would live in me. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. I have sinned, but I am saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That simple, honest, authentic, and genuine expression of faith has now began what we call the regeneration process of God making you new. And now God wants to sanctify you and make you whole. Sanctification is being made holy to be more like him. He does that through community. And so as we all here, there are brothers and sisters that are cheering for you. In fact, the angel in heaven rejoices. The angels in heaven rejoice when one is saved. So you got a fan club right now cheering for you, excited to have you with us. We are the Shiloh Baptist Church, and we would love for you to belong with us. All you have to do is email us, connect at shiloh-bc.org. Happy to announce that we do have a new member who's joined us all the way from Memphis, Tennessee, wants to be a part of this ministry. Hallelujah. We are reaching. We are reaching. We are reaching. And that can be you. Don't worry about whether you live in Alexandria or not. Right now, most people are worshiping here. You can be a member here. Hallelujah. We praise God for you. Come on in. We'd love to have you. But you got to email us and let us know who you are. Connect at shallow-bc.org. Once you do that, our assimilation team will be with you. They'll get in contact with you. Amen. Amen. We certainly pray.